Good morning, good people. Welcome to Eddie's Esports Live, presented by Underdog Fantasy and the Cochran Firm, streaming live on YouTube, Facebook. I am your host, Will Skywalker Steel. Boom! You know, I was this close. I was this close to doing a cookout today, y'all. I was. But I was like, nah, it's the preseason. It's the preseason. We're going to save the cookout for the regular season. But coming up, we're going to recap the game against the Chargers. A lot to get to, right? A whole lot to talk about over the next few days. And we will do that. But today, specifically, me, I got three guys that I think signed, sealed, delivered to Mike McCarthy and company their ticket to the team maybe we, we got some caveats in, in the middle of all that stuff so we'll talk about those three guys if you follow me on twitter you know exactly who i'm talking about uh but we'll detail that uh and then we'll hit the lines to talk about everything else if you want to you can call in 351-999-3787 that was a fun game that is one of the things i said <clears throat> coming out of that game on twitter it was a lot of fun preseason y'all know how i feel I don't care about wins or losses in preseason. I care about the individuals and the guys that are fighting to make this roster and some guys that are already on the roster and how they perform. But um, you, you saw a lot of guys step up, rise to the occasion, and um, not everybody stamped their ticket, but some people did and some people uh, you know, challenged others that were supposed to be you know, on this team. So we'll get into all of that today. I'm excited to talk about these three guys because they're all going to be important, really, uh, especially the first one we'll get to, especially that. But shout out to the Bomb Squad. Bomb Squad! Man, Eternal died nasty. Already dropped a $5 Super Chat. Appreciate you. Let me let me hit the button for you, man. You know I do. Super Chat. Says, with Jones Ego allow him to cut Armstrong? Seems like Armstrong has been an afterthought since the contract. Why you coming in hot? Boy, you're coming in hot. <laughs> uh, listen, Armstrong ain't going nowhere. You know why you ain't heard Armstrong? Because he ain't played in the preseason. That should tell you everything you should want to know about how they feel about donuts. But hold tight to that question. Um, we'll get to that. Hold tight. Somebody already called in. You know, you, you, you're going to be on there for a little bit here. I'm going to get through my three uh, guys that I thought helped themselves in the preseason game. And then we'll get to everything else surrounding it. But shout out to... April showers, 0101 in the building. J.A., Trey Manning was good, unseen, unheard. TC9156, the Midnight Professor O, Mr. Wright, Antoine Myers, I see you. B47, Vic was goody. Derek Fisher, uncut coke, S to B, Captain America. How does it suck? Uh, Gregory Damon, Trenton Mack. Uh, what else we got up in here? We got a lot of folk in here. We already won 64 deep. Jeremy Swain, Matt Goddix, Mark Canella. I don't think I see too many Facebook on here. Joey V. Yeah. Samuel Rowe, I see. There we go. Chuck P. I knew I saw. I thought I saw Facebook come down there. Chuck P was goody, man. Uh, James Rogley, Matish, what's up? Gregory Iceberg Q. M Domino and the many more Alpha Mason. I see you, brother. I see you. Y'all deep up in here, and I appreciate that. So shout out to the Bomb Squad, man. Shout out to the Bomb Squad. Bomb Squad. Man, another, another donation early. Hey, hey, Ron. The twenty dollar donation. Salute to you, sir. Hey, I saw this statistic on um 
on uh, Twitter by, uh, who was it, Michael Gelkin. Uh, Turpin hit 20, almost 21 miles per hour on the kickoff. Why is this number familiar? It's the exact speed. Zeke hit on his breakaway run week four against the Panthers before he got hurt. Scoot, scoot, also cut right. Man, y'all just jumping straight into this thing. Straight into it. All right, with that said, then, since y'all want to get into this, we're going to hit the roundup, come out of it, and we're going to talk some football. It is time for It's time for the morning roundup. Round them up, boys. Oh, let's do it. Hey. Man, I thought we got out that damn game with no injuries. We kind of did, though. I, I feel like the Cowboys, this is one thing I want to do. Let me let me give a shout out to Mike McCarthy. I think he's handling this perfectly. A lot of people want to see these these starters play. And when I say starters, I mean the 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 Daks and the Zeeks and the Lambs and all these guys, the curses and the hookers and all that. Me personally, because the Cowboys have have had two joint practices, I thought that was a perfect time to get these guys going. So because you protect these guys, but you also get them r- real viable reps. So with that said, a lot of younger guys are getting these opportunities, and we're not seeing too many injuries. Now, coming out that game, game the biggest injury was Will Greer. Apparently, he re-aggravated his groin injury, but he gutted it out, and I thought he looked good in doing so. Uh, again, man, I know it's only one preseason game for Will Greer. I know it's only one training camp for Will Greer, but I think he is your quarterback, too. Will they roll with him at quarterback, too? I'm, I still have doubts. It ain't because I doubt the quarterback. It, it's because I, I doubt the front office. I wonder if they look at Cooper, who's been with this team forever. Think about this for a second. Cooper Rush been around the Cowboys for, for quite some time. And they might look at last year when he won the Minnesota game. And it, will they say, hey, man, that's good enough for us? I just It's just something about Will, man. I feel like the guy's would rally around Will if they needed to. I feel like his mobility is an asset. I think he has a better arm. I think he's just a better quarterback. And he even said when I talked to him that he's picking things up more. And I thought you saw him look a little bit more comfortable back there. So hopefully his his groin injury is okay. We should know more about it today. I believe Mike McCarthy will get to the podium at some time this morning. Um, and hopefully we get a good update. Here's what I think will happen, though, if, if it is an issue, though. Hey, man, we're going to go ahead and put you on the IR. But that those are real tricky, too. You know, I'm not the I'm not the most up to snuff on, on the injury IR situation, but I almost feel like you got to make the roster first to get put on IR to be able to come off of it during the season. So this could get interesting. This can get real interesting as we move forward here. Also, Marquise Bell. He limped off the field at the end of the game, but he said he's good to go. He was seen walking normal afterwards. So small scare, but it's fine. So no issues there with Marquise Bell. That's great. A guy that did come back from injury was Jabril Cox, a.k.a. Brillo. He made his debut on Saturday. And man, look, Brillo looks healthy to me. Now, does he look as comfortable? He's still getting his feet up under him. Is he still there from a mental standpoint? He's still probably trying to gain that confidence back. But from a health standpoint, oh, Brillo's back, man. He's back. He played 24 snaps, had a nice little pressure, 
couldn't quite run down that the sticks, dude. By the way, that quarterback got some wheels on him, low-key. Uh, but he had three tackles. He had a stop. I think he displayed that sideline-to-sideline ability throughout the game. And he told me a few weeks ago that he was back to 100%. And I think you can see that he is physically all there. But now it's about can his can he can he mentally catch up to his confidence physically, if that makes sense. Uh, usually when you tear your ACL, it takes a little bit of time to get back, get that 100% confidence back in, in your knee. Um, but I thought he moved around very well for his first game out there. And um, again, 579 snaps is what Keanu Neal played last year for the Cowboys. Expect Brillo Cox to get a lot of those snaps in 2022. Expect it. And then Turpin turns up again. We had this, this was the same, I don't want to say topic, but headline we had last, last year, last week after the scrimmage where he made a nice little catch or what have you. But Cavante Turpin, man, come on. Can we get a clue bomb from my... get another one from my... Because he had two of them things. Let me go give you one more just because. This is where we're going to start today's show. This is where we're going to go with the first guy on my list that I think... I mean, this is even a debate, right? I mean, he clearly has stamped his, his number on this roster. When we first got Turpin, the first thing I said was... I mean, this is this is your best return, man, right? I mean, there's no question about it. Who else is who's who's a better return guy? He scored four return touchdowns in in, in uh, college. How how can you say anybody else on this team is a better return guy? Now let's go out and see it. And last week, and, and I always thought it was funny that he wasn't bringing things out last week, and I couldn't. I'm like, why are you not doing this? It's preseason. Come on now, man. But it comes out afterwards, in the middle, I think, of the game or after the game, whatever it was. Turpin said, you know, I just wasn't comfortable. I needed to get the speed of the game. I needed to 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 kind of get my feet feet wet. I wasn't quite comfortable just yet. Well, oh boy, did he get comfortable real fast. <laughs> did he get comfortable real fast? I, I Listen, when your offense, and let's just be real, your offense is probably going to look different. It's probably going to play a little bit more keep away. It's probably going to be a little bit more contested games from your offense. Maybe. We'll see. But that's kind of the conventional thinking at this point. When your offense is going to go through some of these growing pains, when your offense is going to maybe be a little bit slower, having a guy that can give you points from a special team standpoint is huge. Massive. And I think he put the league on notice, and I'm pretty sure he's going to be put on ice. I mean, he better be put on ice this week. But I think it's going to be huge to put fear in these punters' minds when this guy and this guy goes out there. I want to say Lucky Whitehead returned one in preseason too, y'all, didn't he? I think it was the very first one. The very first one. Ironically, that year, Cowboys 13 and 3. But I'm not I don't know if he put fear in guys like Turpin, but Turpin should absolutely put fear in, in the rest of these in the rest of these uh punters in the league. Hidden yardage on special teams are a real thing, and getting points off of them is even better. And we heard Turpin say last week, I do special teams in my sleep. I'm trying to show y'all what we can do from a – I'm trying to show y'all what I can do from a wide receiver standpoint. By the way, shout-out to Ferguson. Shout-out to uh, Sean McEwen for those excellent blocks. Sean McEwen, take it over here, son. 
excellent blocks to set up the touchdown um, on the kickoff. Now, do I expect Kellen Moore? Let me bring y'all back here. Do I expect Kellen Moore to use Turpin on offense? I don't, but I hope he does. Because there's just not a guy. I mean, Tony Pollard's the closest thing to that in regards to the twitchiness and whatnot, the explosiveness, the speed, and things like that. But there's just not a guy with that kind of of speed and, and breakaway ability aside from Tony Pollard on the offense. And we're still hoping like, hell, we can get Tony Pollard involved more. But I feel like you almost have to, man. Uh, you know, coming into this preseason, before we got Turpin and when you got Turpin, the thought process was, all right, cool, C.D. Lamb. James Washington, Jalen Tilbert. Something to get by, right? Then boom, James Washington goes down. So there goes some of your veteran presence. Maybe a conversation for another day. But Jalen Tilbert is a rookie. We're seeing the growing pains. Hopefully we're getting these growing pains out in preseason. But hey, man, Sometimes reality smacks us fans in the face and we got to just come to terms with it. He's a young guy. He's a third round pick. He's a rookie. He's getting in, getting his feet wet. It ain't been the smoothest camp. It ain't been the smoothest preseason. So outside of CD lamb, you're still kind of wondering what you got there. Well, Turpin is one of those guys where you might not have to put the ball in his hands 10 times. If you could put the ball in his hands five times, maybe he breaks one of them. Maybe he breaks one of them. So I'm not asking for Kellen Moore to involve Kevante Turpin to the max. But I feel like early on until Gallup gets back, and even when Gallup gets back, because that could take some time, I feel like you do need to give him a slice of the pie. He needs to have some type of – he even said it. Hey, I think I can open up this playbook. Well, let's open it. Let's open it because from an offensive standpoint, he brings a different dynamic to the team. And you saw it in the jet sweep. In fact, let's listen to uh, Coach Mike McCarthy on the first word. He kind of talks about all this about Kevontae Turpin. Well, I mean, definitely. I'm, he's such an exciting uh, young player. And, and you can see it really from day one. Obviously, he had a very successful run there with the USFL. Um Really, from the first day of practice, uh, I mean, he came in. And frankly, I was I was really impressed the way he picked up the receiver, you know, the receiver playing the language. Uh, but you can see, you know, he's dynamic in the return game. So, uh, two excellent big plays obviously set the tempo. And just like anything else, uh, the reaction of his teammates. So I think anytime you have a new player come into your into your program that makes an impact like that, it's it's unique. So you know, that was a big lift for us. Well, I mean, I, the first jet sweep we ran, you could see in, in practice. I mean, he's he's got the speed and quickness. I mean, he's a combination of both. So, and he's very very comfortable uh, in the return game. So, um, you know, he, he just you know watching him you know throughout the practice, and he handles the football very 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 well uh, with a lot of confidence. And you know, uh, he's I'm glad he's with us. We glad too, Coach. We are glad too. Yeah, man, I just think he has game-changing ability and twitchiness and quickness. We were talking about this on the roundtable last night. Shout out to the roundtable. It was a fantastic – it's always good. It's always good stuff with the round. The – let me say this, roundtable. It's different from other roundtables. We were talking about Kevontae Turpin and and 
maybe the only other guy close to him right now is Tony Pollard. But even I still think that Turpin is different. Like his feet are a bit quicker. Whereas Tony Pollard, I think is his his cut his one cut ability is sick. It's ridiculous. He gets a second and third gear as well. T- Turpin's so damn small. Don't take him long to get to that gear. He got those little, little quick ass feet. And uh, it makes it tough on punt return because, as you saw, when he caught that rock, I, sa- I said in my head, I said, if he makes this guy miss, I feel like he'll get a good return. I didn't think he was going to score a touchdown. But if you can make that first man miss on the punt return with that type of quickness, that type of um, stop-and-go ability, you got a chance every time. Now, of course, they can elect to stop kicking to him at some point if he becomes, and, and this is premature but if he becomes Devin Hester-esque but you know what happens then you get punters that start thinking too much you get punters that I think we saw this a few years ago that try their hardest not to kick it to somebody not to shank it or maybe it's a short kick maybe they over kick it so you have that psychological game that may that may help you out physically on the field so if you can put that doubt in in in, in punters heads with a guy like Turpin I think you have a slight advantage in special teams. I always believe that we do with, with Bones because Bones is one of them ones on special teams, right? Ever since the Cowboys have got them, the special teams has become a better unit for the Dallas Cowboys. They've been a top half, top 10 special teams unit, whether it be from uh, punt return yards, kick return yards. I haven't really done much from a return stamp. When I say yards, I mean against. Um, from a return standpoint, because we haven't had that kind of returner, they've been snip snapping was said Wilson and CD lamb and things like that. But now you got one in Turpin. So, um, and, and bones wanted this guy. So Cavante Turpin, sir. I mean, I don't have a list, but I, you clearly are on this roster. Mike McCarthy went on in a press conference to say, yeah, I think it's safe to say he's going to be returning for, for us against Tampa Bay Buccaneers week one. So, uh, he's on the roster. And if you had any questions about it, he took his shoulder pads off in the second half. That tells you right there. That tells you right there. All right, here's what we're going to do. That's my first of two. I'm going to hit the lines. I think 801's been holding. I'm going to get to 801 real quick, and when I come out, I'm going to get to my second guy who I think stamped his, his – I think he stamped his ticket to the roster. But I'm going to put my tinfoil hat on, too. I wonder if there's something else in play. So hold tight. Uh, Real quick, before I get to your 801, you just hold tight right there, man. I'm going to get to you, I promise. But this – Pulse of the Nation hotline is presented by the Cochran Firm. What is a Cochran Firm, Sky? It's the nation's premier personal injury, truck accident, and medical malpractice law firms. They handle the most challenging civil cases that are handled on a contingent fee basis. This means their fee is solely based on the percentage of the money they recover for you. So if you've got any legal issues, stop at the Cochran Firm's office in Dallas or Fort Worth or schedule your free consultation today at CochranFirm.com. 801. What it is, what it do. What's up, Sky? How are you? What's good? I'm good. Good. I was listening to the roundtable uh, actually this morning, watching the replay, and I had a thought come to mind. Uh, I'm actually thinking back to the Green Bay uh, team of last year. Everyone consensusly agreed that they were a Super Bowl-bound team, and rightfully so because Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. But sure. as I think about this year's Dallas team, I think our offense is structured very similarly to that Green Bay team where it's going to rely on a good running game between Zeke and Tony 
we're going to have one number one true gangster wide receiver, and we have a great quarterback who's going to be orchestrating it all. We and then on the flip side, we're going to be relying on a great defense, and I would argue our special teams would kick Green Bay's special team's ass last year. So 100%. I don't know why there's so much you know, doubt about what Dallas can be. Because if you think about it, we're built exactly like that Green Bay team of last year, um, which everyone agreed was something to, you know, fear. And I think we're in a very similar situation with how we're constructed. Uh, well, what did Green Bay ultimately do last year? With their Hall right, of Fame quarterback. The playoff and spe- right. Special right. teams cost them that game. I don't think we're in a position uh, where our special teams they scored, cost us that game. They scored 10 points. Quarterback didn't do much in that game, too. Let's not let him off the hook. That That is fair. Yeah. I, I would agree with that. But I think... Overall, I would say that I, I think Green point, Bay like not scoring points. I wouldn't. I, I'm not trying to compare us to Green Bay because Green Bay has not ultimately done anything in the postseason over the last. Not shouldn't say anything. They made it to the NFC Championship game, right? I want to be compared to the Tampa Bay sure. Buccaneers winning the Super Bowl. I want to be compared to the Niners getting to the Super Bowl. I want to be compared to the Rams winning the, the Super Bowl and getting there a few years ago. I, if you want to compare us to the to the to the Packers, that's cool. The Packers were one and done last year, so I'll let you have that one. I I personally want to be better that, than that. That's that's fair. I yeah. my my argument is more that I actually think that we're more well rounded than that team, and I think that they lost because one area of their team really really cost them in special teams. And if anything's been on display with us for preseason, is that I don't think we have a single unit of our uh, team that's going to cost us a game like that. Sure, there might be games well, where the defense outplays the offense or special yeah, we, teams outplays whatever, but... Are you basing it off preseason? Um, I mean, we because have had starters in preseason in terms of Kamonte Turpin being the return and Brian Anger doing the punting. So I am putting a lot of stock in our special teams. Oh, no, 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 special teams, I don't have any doubt. But offensively, I mean, we, haven't, we don't know what our offense is going to look like just yet, so... I can't sure. go as far oh, as yeah. saying we Tons, don't. Tons of assumptions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just don't know about the receiver. There. Yeah, the receiver position just yet because we we're not going to be able to see it till pre till the regular season. That's fair. Yeah, That's you're, you're going to. This is how you're going to have to win. And, you're not going to don't try to win like Green Bay because if you go and look at how Green Bay does it, you would think they would lean on their run game, right? But Aaron Rodgers threw the ball a lot more than you 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 think um, in the postseason. Besides that sure. game. I think you're going to have to win like San Fran. We said this last week if you watched the show. You're going to have to win like San Fran. You got your one dominant wide receiver, right, in Debo Samuel, C.D. Lamb. You have a dominant defense sure. that can stop the run. That's They stopped the run first. They had a suspect secondary, but they had a dominant front seven. So stop the run. And you got to yeah. lean on the ground game. Now, they had a different, a different rushing attack than we did. I much rather would look like the San Francisco 49ers than the Green Bay Packers. And that's fair. That's yeah. fair. I just don't know if I can put us in that category yet without seeing the starters and offense. I'm just saying right now I feel comfortable kind of making the comparison to kind of Green Bay just based on what we've seen. But I, I totally think we can get to being a Niners-esque style of just dominant control the game. That's the way, man. That, that's 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 got to be the way this year. Um, and and it, at first, before, before I saw, and this could just be me seeing Michael Gallup and a little nervous afterwards. At first, I'm like, okay, we might just have to do this until Gallup gets back. Damn it, we might have to do this the whole entire season. 
I don't know <laughs> that you're going to get, you know, 100% Michael Gallup 2019 version, you know, by the end of the year. I think what you want to get is Gallup, get him through this year. Hopefully he can make some big clutch, clutch plays for you, and then next year you get him back full time. But it, it doesn't look like he's close in my opinion. So what does that mean? Lean yeah. on that ground game, brother. Lean on the ground. Lean on your defense. And let's see what happens once you get to the postseason. Totally agree, Sky. Hey, love the show, man. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, indeed. Appreciate you, dog. All uh, right, see ya. 484, writing PA in the building. I feel like you called in before. Who this? Oh, snap. Four eight four eight four. You got your house on four eight four. All right, I'm gonna try to come back to you, man. Let me let me get the B Bird real quick, and then I, I come back sometime. Uh, B Bird, what's good? Hey, what's up, Scott? How you, Scott, how you doing, bro? I'm good, fam. How you? I'm doing good. I right, uh, one of the things uh, you you get so many calls, you probably don't remember, but after we picked up Turpin, I felt there was a, a outstanding uh, pickup. Um, those kind of twitchy type athletes don't come around too often, and Super you put them on special up, teams. Bro. And, and and the thing also, too, I, I like to say is I like to see him get a few uh, targets out of slot just to get the ball in his hand real quick and just see what he can do with it. Um, you know, one of the things that you did steal something like Thunder is that I don't think anyone's going to really kick the ball to him at this point in time. Uh, but what that's going to allow is – If it's is, one uh, game to do that, 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 that goes yeah. to show how dynamic you are as a returner. And, and it's how he did it, right? He, he he made cuts and this, that, and the other. If I'm a special teams person, I'm saying, hey, man, we kick it from my own 20. Hey, kick the ball out of bounds. Well, now a guy kicks the ball 25 yards down the field, right? Because he has to kick it out of bounds. So that that's where another advantage is going to be. Like I said, you, you said that you stole my thunder on that one. So, uh, But that is correct. Like, you're going to – just this is mere presence, and it's going to make teams make mistakes uh, as far as the kicking game is concerned. Yeah. Um, this is this is what I said. I called last week and I said something, that, and I asked you your opinion on it. And you was like, "Well, no, no, no." So I tell you what it is. Is uh, I was asking about um, boss man uh, Bland being good. Uh, how good he's played? Is he uh, is boss man in, in, in danger? And then you say you said uh, what you mean of his of his position or his spot on the team? I said spot on the team, and then you was like, "Oh, no, no, no." But one more week, I've been hearing that talk uh, in, in some other areas, uh, some other. Oh yeah, Twitter, know, Twitter, and, and out there now. Yeah, and and, and bloggers. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 out there. I mean, so so do you think it's the, the, the reason why I said that is because he, Kevin Joseph, really hadn't shown anything. He hadn't shown anything that he's special. You went to the you know the training camps out there. You may have seen it's some been things, unimpressive. The thing about it is, then people will say, "Well, the second round pick, yeah, but the second round pick that." that wasn't dedicated last year, um, you know, don't know if he, love, he loves rap more than he loves uh, football. And um, then the thing, uh, the situation he got into this summer, those are things all are, are to his side of, of, hey, he may get released. Or you have to really play really well to solidify that position, which I don't think he has, and, 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 and Bland has played well. Now, so what's your, about it, what is your, what is your, your, your answer? Here's the thing. This is why I asked this question last week. Is his roster spot in jeopardy or his depth chart spot in jeopardy? His depth chart so spot, 100%. His roster spot, yeah. if you cut if you cut Kelvin Joseph, then you need to be cutting Nashawn Wright too. There's no way you can come on here and tell me Nashawn Wright's been better. 
he he's been better in camp, maybe in the practices prior to the first week, but ever since the the, the actual games have started, Nation has looked like the worst corner. So if you're going to cut Nation, you're going to cut Kelvin. How you're rolling with what? Quandre Mosley behind Deron Bland. You know what I'm saying? So listen, yeah, yeah. if you cut him, what's your plan to keep right? I, I, yeah. Yeah. No. And so, so I, I, and that's the thing that you know. That's the one that that kind of gets me as well. Right hasn't had much of a camp exactly. either. Exactly. Boy, so, these are um, camps. So, not good preseason. I'm, that's what I meant to say. The whole thing, like uh, preseason. But what I, what I was uh, getting to was, uh, if Wright would have had a you know a decent camp where he made some plays. Well, he did make plays in camp. But I'm saying the preseason games he had done well in. But the thing is, I, I, the question I was going to ask you was, do you think uh, after you know, a week, another week is down. Do you think that, um, I guess you may have answered it, that yeah. uh, Baltimore is any closer to getting, uh, you know, at the end of the roster or as far as getting uh, taken off the roster? Uh, I, do you think he's any closer this week I, I than, don't. than he was last week? I don't. Okay. Because I don't I don't have an answer. To, I don't have, what, what What do you do? What's your solution? You cut, you cut Kelvin Joseph, right? You, you can't, you can't come to me as Kelvin Joseph or as a fan and say, I'm keeping Nation right over Kelvin Joseph. I will look at you and say, okay, well, what's the reasoning? Is it because of what happened in the offseason? Because ever since the pads came on for preseason football, let's be honest, Kelvin's been better than Nation Wright in preseason. Um, that doesn't mean he's been great, but he's been better. So you're going to say, okay, well, we'll cut both of them. So you're going to roll with four cornerbacks? Like, what is your, who, how are you replacing Kelvin and Nation Wright? One or the other. That's how I look at one of the, if you're going to cut somebody, I'm cutting Nation right. I'm not cutting Kelvin Joseph. That, that that's the and only so reason. When you were, when you were uh, uh, in Oxnard, uh, who's the better player out of those two uh, in, in the practices? Nation Wright made the most noise in camp prior to the games. Now that the games yeah. are being played, Nation Wright has looked like the worst cornerback than Kelvin Joseph. Who would you rather have? The guy looks better in games, or the guy looks better in practice? Yeah, I get you. And so I think I think at the end of that, if it's out of those two, it's just by default, right? I guess you know what I'm saying. Like Kevin Joseph makes it out of by default, not because he outplayed him, because he did some play as bad. Sure. As, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, time. there's no denying the point, that. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I was just calling just to touch on those two points, man, and I'm gonna let you continue with the show, and I'll continue listening, brother. I appreciate Salute. you. Appreciate to be Bert. Right. Yeah, I mean, for those that want to get rid of him. What is your solution? That's my answer. What is your solution? Bland is is definitely cornerback four. There's no doubt about it. In fact, I don't have the tweet up here, but I, I'll save this for 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 tomorrow. Maybe we'll see. But I I think that conversation is all but done, in my opinion. Um, so boom, you got your four guys. Are you fine with them keeping Nation right over Kelvin Joseph? I don't. I honestly, none of them will probably get cut. Maybe Nation right. Maybe because you know what? We're about to get to my third guy here, and and he'll definitely put the pressure on some of these dudes. But what's your solution to getting rid of of a Kelvin Joseph? Because I'm not. If it's Kelvin Joseph, Nation right, I'm getting rid of Nation right. And I ain't to say that Kelvin's been that dude because he hasn't. 
But a guy who has been doing some damage in camp and has been doing some damage in the preseason. Almost called him the almighty, but that's the, that's the nickname I gave Oso Adigizua. But it's Tristan Hill. Tristan Hill said, wait a minute. Y'all can't get rid of me that damn fast. You're right, Tristan. You're absolutely right. I know this is going to sound crazy. Don't laugh. But I think that was Tristan Hill's best game of his career. And a hell of a time to do it. I get his preseason. I'm not stupid, y'all. I understand. But let's add some context to the situation. Tristan Hill out there because they want him fighting for his damn life. And he's fighting for his damn life. And he's showing up. And you've got to acknowledge that. He had three tackles, a sack. That, oh, here's the play right here. This, he had a trifecta. The sack, forced fumble, fumble recovery, plus he had three stops in the game. And I think on this play specifically, but in, in general the entire game, maybe his best attribute, which we all believe we thought or you know was the get off. I don't even think it's that, man. I think it's his red hot motor that just doesn't stop. I mean, most of the plays that Hill was going to make, if Hill doesn't beat you right away with this quickness, he's he's going to try to he's going to beat you with his motor. That's just the way he plays the game. Now we've talked about this before. Me, Vach have been up all night figuring out how the hell we're going to get everybody on this line. So I already thought camp in general, and and then the first preseason game, Hill did enough to to stay on this team. But didn't he do? He needed one of these games, and I think he had one of these games to stamp his ticket to this 53, right? I mean, again, you can't go into the room and say, hey, man, I know you had a good camp. I know you had a good preseason, but we're going to cut you. I don't think you could do that. So, again, I don't envy Dan Quinn. I don't envy – well, Quinn probably doesn't have the control over this, but I don't envy whoever's making the decision on this defensive line. I don't. Because there's 12 guys you can legitimately keep on this team. But how many guys – are going to be kept. Hmm? How many guys are going to be kept? Now, allow me to put my ten for you hat on real quick. I text Vosh this and say, yo, why Neville Gallimore is still out there? Weird. I get Tristan if you if you if you want him to earn it, right? I I get Tristan, you know. But then Tristan took off his pads in the second half. I was like, oh. I think he did it too in the Broncos game. Here's where that here's where that kind of I put an asterisk next to the whole Tristan Hill thing making the team. I think he makes the team if if you don't do this aspect of it. Twelve guys, you won all twelve. You can't keep all twelve. Is Dallas thinking about a trade? I don't want to do it because I think as a as a team. If you want to get to the promised land, you're going to have to do it on the defensive side of the ball. So if I'm about to do it on the defensive side of the ball, y'all know how I am. I'm greedy. I want all the talent possible on that side of the ball. Now, the only way I would entertain trading any of these guys, damn, definitely, never. But Tristan, I'm not saying they're going to trade never. I just thought it was weird like, being out there. Just, 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 just humor me for a second. 
only way I'm doing that if, is if I'm getting back somebody that can help me contribute more than said person. That's it. And the odds of that happening, I used to have a graphic up. For the Cowboys, very slim. They do not get a good return when they're trading players away. Specifically in the in the offseason, camp, training camp, um, preseason, what have you. I had a whole list of the guys they traded away and they just did not. They just don't get a good return. So I don't believe in Steven being able to do that. So therefore, we might have to do one of those. And let me see if I, I don't have it up here. But one of those. Hey, dog, you injured. Not Tristan, not Neville, but the, the 12th guy, the 11th guy would have you on the team, which. Let me see if I can bring it up, man. So y'all can see. I'm not crazy. This is going to be hard. Here we go. Let me put this down. Boom. This is going to be tough. A tough, tough decision. I'm going to go through this real quick. Then I'm going to hit the lines before I get to my last person. We know the starters. D-Law, Gallimore, Osa, Dorns. Now, interestingly enough, I saw somebody in the chat, and then yesterday, Law brought it up. Y'all ready to cut Dorns Armstrong? <laughs> that is something I did not see coming. But but again, we got to be realistic here. Dorns ain't dressing. He ain't hurt. They just signed him to a deal. You'd be losing money cutting him. That's just not happening. So we, I'm not even going to entertain the Dorrance Armstrong thing, but that was that was interesting. Y'all ready to get rid of him. Uh, Sam Williams, obviously, not going nowhere. I better not hear nobody trying to get rid of Quentin Bohanna. I better not hear it. Because if you want to talk about one of your more consistent interior defensive tackles, he's right up there with anybody in camp and preseason. So I'm not hearing it. Los is the easy one. Carlos Watkins is the easy guy to cut. He's the veteran. He's a vested veteran. It's not going to cost you a lot to get rid of him. And you can bring him back on the team if it happens. So I get Los, but don't get it twisted. Just because he's the easy cut doesn't mean that he's been having a bad camp or preseason. He has not. Carlos Watkins, he shows up. Then you got Fowler and Basham. Again, I'm not, I mean, I cut Fowler, and Terrell Basham does nothing but continue to make plays. Tristan Hill, we talked about Tristan Hill. I'm not, I'm not cutting Tristan Hill. If anything, I try to trade him before I cut him. Chauncey ain't going nowhere either, and it comes down to John Ridgeway for me. So if you had to say, Sky, well, who's your two guys? It's John Ridgeway. We're going to hit him with the go ahead, put you on IR. Something hurt. He woke up with a headache. Something, and then Carlos Watkins, I would cut. With the wink and coming to him and say, hey, we, we got to cut you because we got to get to the 53. But we're going to IR so-and-so. We're going to IR this and that. We're, we're going to do what we got to do to get to 53. Then we're going to put a bunch of people on, on, on an IR list and create three or four roster spots and we'll bring you back. And then I carry 10 until Lowe's comes back. If they decide to even do that. I mean, I think you'll be fine living without Carlos, but I don't want to cut anybody. So that is my answer to this. My answer would be to IR Ridgeway. Cut Los with, with the caveat that he could come back. So I say all that to say the defensive line, and we talked about this early in the offseason. We thought the defensive line was the deepest room on the team, and they are continuing to show that in camp. They're continuing to show that in preseason. We're talking about second team and third team guys that are standing out. So it's going, it's going to be tough. 
It's going to be tough come next Tuesday. By the way, tomorrow is cuts. They cut down to uh, 80. So five guys have to go. We should know something by today. And then um, we can talk about it tomorrow. But five guys got to go. I think it'll be easy again to get five more guys off this team. The next cut is going to be the hardest, though. The next cut's going to be the hardest. All right, let's get to Reek on the horn. What's good, Reek? Good morning. What's going on, Skywalker? What's going on, Cowboy Nation? Like, share, and subscribe, and all that good stuff. Hey, man. I'm gonna need some of y'all. I'm gonna need some of these people around here to calm on down. All right. What's going on, Rick? What they talking about? Hey, man, we're not trying to get rid of Calvin Joseph so early. Okay, oh, he's been okay. having a bad, a bad camp, a bad preseason. Uh, Nation Wright has been having a good camp, bad preseason games. Right? Okay, we, these still are young guys. These are not veterans. These are young guys. We know we expect them to step up fast as possible. It'll always work that work out that way in the NFL. We we always had young we had other we had other young guys that didn't step up on our team, but when they got a little older they went to other teams and they and they stepped up. It didn't work for us. You know what I'm saying? And looking at some of the systems that we, we had back in the day on this on this defense before Mr. Uh Dan Quinn stepped in here. We see the big improvement. So this my this my thing. Some players need a little bit more time to get it together. You know what I mean? It's a blessing sure. in the sky that we got Deron Bland. Cause can't nobody sit here and tell me last year uh, that uh, uh, what's my man my man name? Even though he contributed a little bit, but now he heard Jordan Lewis was all world last year because that dude was getting burnt. Okay, and people in the teams was picking on him definitely. And my and then my other thing like this, we took we took we've been patient with him, uh, we've been patient with and uh, I mean uh, Anthony Brown because everybody wanted to kick him off a bridge before Dan Quinn came up in here. And please don't forget that because he was getting torched out there too, but he stepped his game up. You know what I mean? Yeah. My thing is with Calvin Joseph, you got to get this dude a little bit of time. He's dealing with his demons. He dealing he uh, he, he he a young dude. He being a little, you know what I mean? But he got to understand this is a business, too, at the same time. So he's going to have to step it up, and he's going to be shipped out of here, too. But my thing is like this. If we gave these other cats time to get a little bit better, we got to give him the same the same uh, chance to get better. Yeah, now, Nation Wright, uh, you know, that's a Dan Quinn decision. You know what I mean? My thing is like this. Oh, wait, 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 uh, wait, 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 wait. How you going to say all that about Kelvin and be like, Nation Wright, nah, kick his ass off the bridge. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I mean, they both they both year two dudes. Nation, yeah, they both year two dudes. But I'm not saying I don't want to kick Nation off the bridge gotcha. so fast because he is good on special teams. You know what I mean? He's pretty good on special teams. Didn't he get a block last year for us on uh, special teams? If I'm not mistaken, I feel like he got a um a, he picked it up. I feel like somebody else blocked it. He picked it up for the touchdown, but but nonetheless. Yeah, my only thing with Nation Wright is a little bit more effort. You know what I mean? Because I don't, I didn't like that screen that uh, was it, what's the guy named Palmer when he when he caught that little screen pass around in mm -hmm. on us. I could see Nation kind of gave up a little bit. He needed to bring it. You know what I mean? And uh, hopefully, coach gonna say something to him about that. But he has been getting torched too. But uh, we we still we got a young team. We gotta get some of these these guys some time to develop. And uh, if if Bland has moved up on the, on the depth chart, let him move up. But I don't want to just cut my guys like that. That's just me. 
Yeah, so you, you know what I mean. Yeah, I, I see. I, I you said my guys. Don't don't if it's your guys, like don't don't be blind to you know because you just your guy. You love them, you like them, or whatever. My, my problem is mm-hmm. I have no problem moving on from players. What's the plan though? That's always been my that was my whole issue with this whole offseason. What is the plan and is it is it a adequate or good one? If the plan is to move on from Nation or not Nation right, Kelvin Joseph and keep Nation right, I wouldn't agree with that plan. Flat out. That may be something they do. But if it's to move on from Nation right to keep Kelvin Joseph, I get that because Kelvin Joseph has yeah. more reps in regular season games. I thought he wasn't bad in those regular season games. Um, like you said, it does take time to develop, but w- um, within that development, if a guy is is beating you, yeah, they deserve to get those reps. And I'm talking about Deron Bland. So you know, I, oh yeah, I, he deserves. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, he deserves I'm, to move up the uh, up the depth chart. But what if Deron Bland is better than uh, Jordan Lewis and Jordan Lewis well, has a contract? Thing. I mean, you, you, you could know, continue does, to move has, him he up. He has the right to move up too, right? Who's the, who's saying he doesn't? That's what I'm saying. Now, if, if we're gonna play, if we're gonna play the game like that, you know, if if Jordan Lewis come when Jordan Lewis come back off his injury and he playing like he was playing some last year because he was not all world last year and Bland playing better than him, Bland deserves to move up on that depth chart. Sure, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that. Uh, I'm not saying that Kevin Joseph should get kicked off the team. But if he's the lower cornerback right now and he needs time to develop, yeah, he should be at the bottom of the depth chart. But I don't want the guy gone. That's my thing. I, I, he I'm like, agreeing with him you. Off the team. And I'm not doing that, yeah. you know. And I'm and another thing too, I'm happy that uh, Tristan Hill is stepping this game up. That's what we want to see out of him. You know what I mean? We want to see him getting trying to get to that uh, quarterback viciously. I respect that. You know, that's what I want to see out of that guy. And uh, one more thing before I go, what are we gonna do with this dude Davis, man? Because I like that guy, Malik, number thirty-four. Yeah, mm, man, yes. I like him, man. I do not. I do not want him to go nowhere. If they got to knock on his door too, they say, "Hey, hey, you heard a pinky toe." You know, I want him to uh, stay on IR too, because I don't want that guy to go, man. Anytime you get a running back that can run the ball and lean forward, and he's going, he's always getting positive yards. You got to keep that guy. You know I was going to save that I, for I like tomorrow, like but that. but Malik Davis versus Rico Dowdle is is a a, a real. Competition that is, I don't think is going to be done until Friday. Cowboys play on Friday. I almost said Saturday. Yeah, so you know that's that's something that's going to continue to go into Saturday, Friday into Saturday into next week. So big question mark on that one. Okay. Okay. One more thing. What about badass? So two more things. If that dude is not playing good, Fournier need to get that position, man. Fournier need to be the center, man, because that dude is pushing in that middle. And he didn't get. I didn't see him get whooped up on like that. They need to take that in, 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 in the um, consideration. Uh oh, what you got going on over there, man? Man, that's man, that's the TV, man. But that's all I got to say, right, man. man. They need to take that. All right, man. Appreciate you. I'll let you, Scott. Yes, sir. Peace. Kind of a bit of a segue, Jones, if if I will. I was thinking out loud on Saturday or Sunday, whatever it was. I think it was Sunday. I had this question I posed on Twitter. I wonder if McGovern, ain't even a question, but has any trade value. I said, I get you want to keep as many adequate O-linemen as possible, but eventually a numbers game will come into play, and Matt Forniak looks like a capable swing guard. 
and backup center. That's a three for one. Remember after the draft and Stephen Jones came out and even even uh, what's his name? Joe Field came out and they specifically talked about Matt Fournier. Even before the draft, I was like, man, I like a couple of the reps that I saw from Matt at the end of the camp or at the end of the season. I would love for it to be a real competition if they're not going to go get a Tyler Linderbaum or Cam Jurgens, man. Slept, man. Cam Jurgens wasn't good. But uh, so I'm like, all right, well, let's see what happens. They brought him up. Steven brought him up. Philbin brought him up. I'm hoping this is a real competition. Well, unfortunately, at camp, it wasn't. And then in the preseason, it's not. How do you know, Sky? Well, because they benched, not benched, they sat Tyler Biotish. So they're comfortable with Tyler Biotish. But I am a bit disappointed that Matt Forniak didn't get a real, Forniak, I'm sorry, didn't get a real opportunity to get the starting job. I think he's a bit stronger. Uh, I think he can anchor a bit better. I mean, he's definitely more nasty. I mean, you can look at some of the blocks over the last two weeks. He, he, he got a nasty streak to him. So I am disappointed in that. Now, let's address what's going on here. Matt Forniak played all three positions last week, and, and then the week before that he played two positions, center and right guard. This past week he played left guard, center, and right guard. And he looks very capable doing all three. Looks very capable. He doesn't look out of out of comfort in at left guard or right guard, and he's he was a center in college too, so... Now I'm looking, and I understand it's, it's taboo to trade adequate, and I use the term adequate with McGovern because at right guard, McGovern gives you a good backup. At left guard, it's questionable. We don't know what the hell he is at center because they just won't give him a shot. But if McGovern can give you any possible trade value for a guy that you can use, like a swing tackle, I think you entertain it. I think he entertained. Now, obviously, two has to play that game, right? Like, people may look at McGovern and be like, I ain't trade for McGovern, and that's fair. Or you might look at McGovern and say, hey, well, McGovern, to me, is really good backup depth. That's fair. But I look at Matt Forniak as a guy that can save you a roster. But you're you're not cutting Matt Forniak, right? I keep referring to Nack, Yak, whatever. You're not cutting Matt Forniak. You're probably not cutting McGovern either. So now you just got kind of a cluster at that position and not necessarily bad to have a cluster on the offensive line. But I would certainly be picking up that phone to see if I can get maybe a swing tackle or something for Connor McGovern. On the last year of his deal, Forniak has a few more years left. And like I said, I think he, he he's shown that he can be a capable interior swing. And I say interior because I mean all three spots, not just guard. So that's just me thinking out loud on that. Shout out to Reek for kind of a segue uh, with that. He also brought up the running backs, too. Uh, listen, y'all. Let me see if I got it in here. Oh, I do. I was going to save this, but it's a lot to talk about. I think Malik Davis and Rico Dowdle has become a, a more heated up competition. Coming into this thing. Rico, I thought was, and I still think he might lean towards Rico right now, but I damn sure would not argue with you Believe if you believe Malik Davis should get the RB3. Malik Davis has been looking good. Rico's been looking like Rico. He plays special teams. He's got experience at special teams. So, you know, I totally get them going with Rico. He got the first call last week and the week before as the first team running back uh, in preseason. 
But Malik Davis, boy, I like I like I like how Malik Davis plays. I just do. He he plays bigger than what he's listed. Um, and this isn't to say I don't like how Rico plays. I like how Rico plays as well. But something, somebody's not going to make the team. You're not carrying four running backs, right? And one thing that Malik Davis came out and said after the game, who he had a key block on that return touchdown for Kevontae Turpin. One thing he came out and said was, I came into this game wanting to be better on special teams. And I'm thinking in my head, he need, he wants to do that because he knows Rico Dotto. That's his thing. Rico is a special teams guy. He's proven to be that. So the way to get on this team at RB3 really isn't how you, you run. Because both of these guys are adequate runners. They're fine runners. It's can you contribute on special? Can you win over Bones Fossil? If you can win over Bones Fossil, you can get on this team as RB3. So shout out to Malik Davis for understanding the assignment and going out there and perfecting it. Look at this run from Malik Davis here. Yeah, man, it's it's a lot to like about this young guy in preseason. Uh, he's showing off. And, and here's a funny thing. When y'all were asking me about linebackers and asking me about running backs in camp, I was like, I'm going to be real with you. It's impossible to get a grip. We have to wait the preseason. They can't tackle. They're not really r- running these running plays at full speed. It's it's touch and go. You can't get a read. But in these games you have over the last two weeks, both Rico Dowdle and Malik Davis have stood out, and this competition is, is definitely heated up. Definitely heated up. All right, I'm going to get to my last person that I think, my last player that I think stamped, again, this is an interesting one too, stamped his ticket to the team, and then we're going to finish the show off in the uh, chat and in the on the phone lines. And that player is Israel Mukwamu. Now, at first in the first half, I was I was sure. I think I even tweeted out after the first half. Three players that, that I think made the team from this game. Turpin. Tristan Hill, Tristan Hill, somebody gets on me for calling him Trish, Tristan Hill, and Israel Mukwamu, who just looks way more comfortable um, this year than he did last year. Not saying he looked out of place, he just didn't look physically as as imposing, if you if you will, that he looks like this year. Um, Izzy, man, he played the most snaps last week. He had, uh, I think it was 58 snaps. A good thing and kind of a head-scratcher, but but anyway. He played 58 snaps, including 11 special team snaps. Key, right? Because if you're going to be a down-roster guy, you got to be able to play special teams. And like I said, I think he looked really comfortable. And here's the cool thing. Izzy lined up everywhere. I got the numbers here. He played six snaps at the line of scrimmage. He played 14 snaps in the box. Nine snaps uh, at free safety. Two as a boundary corner. And then 27 snaps in the slot. Kind of J-Ron curse-ish. I mean, I'm not saying he J-Ron curse, but that's what you you usually see J-Ron doing. Izzy has a very interesting, distinct advantage over a guy like, and let's bring this back to Kelvin Joseph and Nishan Wright. Because he has that cornerback background out of college and safety background out of college, you could legitimately say, all right, cool. I'm going to go short at corner because I have an Israel McQuamu who will be long at safety. So let's entertain this for a second. Let's say we're going to do that. We're going to cut one of Kelvin Joseph or Nashawn Wright. Who would it be? I'm going to be real with you. 
I got a 6'4 guy in Israel McQuamo. Why do I need a 6'4 guy in Nation Wright who's having some awareness issues on the field? So if it was me, if I'm going to say, hey, coach, we're going to go short here. We're going to go five at corner because we want to go five at safety with the caveat that Israel McQuamo could play corner and cut Nation Wright. Because Kelvin Joseph is a different player than Nation and Izzy if we're keeping it a bean. But I, I don't. I think you can slide Kelvin inside if you need to. He's a bit more versatile in that in that sense. They haven't done it as much, but I know for sure you can't slide Nation right inside, uh, given what he's shown and just given his ability in general. So I'm not trying to get rid of these dudes, but when it comes down to crunching the numbers, if you have to make a decision, I don't know how you can look at me in the face, Cowboys Nation, and tell me I'm going to keep Nation right. Over Israel McQuamu. How do you do that? You can't. So, and what's the name of the game for Dan Quinn? Versatility. Can you can you give me some versatility? And if you can't give me versatility, can you be dynamic at this one thing? Or can you be really good at this one thing? Nation just hasn't shown that ability just, just quite yet. Third round pick would be tough to get rid of. And I know Izzy was a six, but Izzy has played better. It is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. So those are my three guys that I think stamped their, their ticket to this team, or should have. Kevontae Turpin, duh. Uh, Tristan Hill and, and Israel Mukwamu. Again, there's many other players that I think have played well over the last two weeks. So if y'all got other players that you think have, have stamped their ticket on this team, aside from those three, throw it in the chat, and uh, we'll get to some of them. All right, let's get back to the horns as we round out this show. I think this is Twan. What's good, Twan? Well, well Antoine Myers. There's a bunch of Twans. What's up, bro? Hey, man. Um. What you think about Marquise Bell when he was in the box? Man, he made some plays. Um, he's an aggressive player. Man, Marquise Bell's on this team. Um, it, it's funny because if you look at the at the box the box sheet, you won't see his name all over there. But when you put on a film, the oh, dude no. just flies around. Oh yeah. Now that being said, I might make you mad right here. Uh oh. How much better are you in Donovan Wilson? Oh no, Donald's on his team. There's no way I'm not cutting nobody. I'm not cutting Dono. I'm not. No, 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 no. Dono is a so, fine safety three for this squad. Between the safeties, we keep in Hooker, Curse, mm. Damo, Israel, mm. Bell, right? Yeah. So, uh, all right, another spot. Will you keep CJ Goodwin, him being up in age, or will you stick with one of the young guys like Kelvin Joseph? I don't see much value in Nation uh, right? I mean, yeah. his skill set is, is nice, but it's not as high as Kelvin Joseph would. So where, where would you go short at? I would go short at the corner. Well, there's a, a couple positions. I'd go five at corner because I got CJ technically makes it six, right? But also when you're talking about yeah. actual defense, like if you have to get to your six corner due to injury, um, Israel can do that. I'd go short at quarterback. I'd go I – mean, is it is it technically short at running if you go three? I don't think that's short. Um and we're going to do a 53, but definitely quarterback, corner, cornerback. Um, man, I don't think I can go short at tight end. I like these young bucks, man. I think I think you go four. I think you go four there. 
I mean, I mean, move on from. I try to trade McGovern, man. Hey, that's what I'm saying, but um, he can go. I mean, <laughs> after what I see this morning, he can go. That's what I'm saying. I'm that's what I'm saying. We're we're gonna do a fifty three. I, I, this is all off the top of my head, so I haven't really studied the entire roster once we break down a fifty three. But it ain't gonna be easy. Yeah, it ain't gonna that's be easy. One last question. Oh, wide receiver. We talked about this yesterday too on the roundtable. Very possible you can go short at wide receiver and just live with whoever you get on the, on the the uh, uh, practice squad with the young guy. So maybe short there too. Sure that. All right. One more thing. Uh, the running backs. You know I'm hooked with these running backs. Um, it seems the team in, in between the two between Rico Dotto and Lee Davis, who's more special out the two? There's there's a, there's a running back that can run, and there's running backs who it's something different about. It. Man, that's. Who's more special? Watch I, out, watch I don't, out Big Davis make his cut from watch out. I know, I know, I know Davis is fun to watch, man. I, I want to be careful with the word special. I, I don't know that either are special. You know, there's only a handful of those in the league. But here's the thing. I think I think we talked about this last last week. I feel like Davis seems to be more of a guy I can put the ball in his belly 15, 20 times if I need to. You know what I mean? He got that. He got that lean. Like I, I feel like if I if Zeke goes down, I need to give somebody. To, and, and y'all don't want to give TP to rock that many times, right? Nobody believes TP can carry. Then the, who's a guy that that can come in and be a bit of a hammer? Strangely enough, Davis, who's a smaller guy than Rico, just feels like that back. But man, you put me up against it. I like both of these backs, man. Yeah, they're nice. They're nice. That's what I got for you, man. Hey, appreciate it, Twan. Good call, brother. All right, let's get to Los. Oh, did, did, did I get it right? Did I get it right? Hold on, Los. I got you. One second. Here we go. What's good, Los? Good morning, Scott. Good morning. Man, let me start off from the jump, bro. My apologies to Tristan Hill, dude. I mean, would I have I liked to see this from the jump? Absolutely, because I've been one of those dudes that have been trying to get him off this bus. I'm not going to friend about that. But like a caller said, some players do need time to develop. And one jump last year in our team, and that was Diggs from his rookie year to his second year. And however, oh, he was, was on, fine, I don't know man. how many years now. Was that? Oh, go ahead. Are you going to say something? Go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I don't know however um, Hill has been on the roster now. And keep in mind, it has probably year. been one of the last few, three, four years, correct? This is fourth year, yeah. Yeah, so keep in mind, these are one of the last years or last guys on defense that's been picked up by the Ron, Mar- Ron Marinelli era, right? Mm. And using a draft premium draft pick on him also on the second round, third round, wherever we got him. And you can make a case he should have been producing like this already or picked up later in the rounds. But we can't say back anything what he's done. What he's done is done. And this is his final year to get paid here or somewhere else to produce here at an NFL level and compete and be a key role in the reason why Cowboys win at the next level, which is stopping the run and producing pressure inside the depth to get to the quarterback. Well, I don't think he's here to, to stop the run. Uh, and I think he's here to get pressure on the quarterback. Um, here's the thing about Tristan, that, and, and I just said a bunch of good things about Tristan, but, but Foots brought up something that, I damn it, I didn't even think about yesterday. What do you do on game day? One thing to make the 53. 
What do you do on game day where you're probably you're probably not going to dress ten guys? You may have ten guys on your roster, but are you going or eleven guys? But are you going to address ten or eleven guys on a game day? And I got to thinking, well, shit. It, you know, if they get into the game and they want more versatility, a guy like Chauncey Ghoston, Neville, Osa, these guys have, have have proven to be more versatile type of guys. Do you go short at pass rusher somewhere? Do you go short at corner somewhere, et cetera, et cetera? So I'm I'm really going to be interested that first game or second game whenever they decide to do it, how they go about it. The number get the numbers game does not stop at the 53 because now we got to get the game day. Exactly, Sky, and that's basically it. I mean, if you can get inside to the quarterback in either the, with your pass rush or stop the run, you're on the roster, correct? And the, and my last case, Turpin is on this roster, okay? Oh, we needed a kick returner. I, I never liked the idea of putting CD or Pollard out there because most of the time, knock on wood, but this is across the NFL. There's like a 40 or 45% chance like a flag, a flag will be thrown for holding or one of those tacky calls. And I am not risking injury or wasted stamina on a star player that is needed offensively to produce not only 17 games, but in the playoffs because that's the goal. Am I right, Ty? Playoffs is the goal, man. Yeah, producing the playoffs. So, so what you're saying, are you saying sit Turpin this Friday? Is that what you're talking about? Well, Turpin is on the Oh, or you're, you're saying sit C.D. Lamb. You don't like C.D. Lamb out there uh, returning kicks. Yeah, I don't like that. I never oh, liked yeah, yeah. C.D. or Pollard out there, yeah. Well, no, Pollard, I totally get that. Pollard should have been the one doing it last year. It's a different story this year. You don't need him to because you got Turpin. Exactly. And, I, I mean, yeah, that, that's a, that's another, you know, argument we can get into last year. But last year is last year, Scott. I don't want to be remembered by last year ever since what, what happened with San Fran, you know. <laughs> I mean, come on. I, I still have nightmares about that, losing to freaking Jim G. Man, dude, I, nightmares. But anyways. Yeah, you bring it up. Guy, you, are, you are listening to Nothing Through the Best with A to Z Sports with this... Skywalker Steel, the film Jedi of nothing but facts. Hey, man. Like and subscribe, and in the afternoon, tune in with Vach Lombardi with the volume with the three-ish Mafia Sky co-host. And shout out to Law Nation as well. I was just about to say, hey, dog, listen, I, I appreciate the love, but you can't you can't use the Law Nation tagline on me, man. That that's Law's tagline. <laughs> <laughs> All right, peace. Bye. All right, brother. Yeah, shout out to Law Nation. I, I, I ain't the nothing but the best. I ain't, I ain't me, man. Um. Man, all right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to lock the lines up so I can talk to the chat in a little bit. Uh, we got, should I try 484? Redding, I tried to get you in here earlier, 484. Are you, there we go. He's back. Go in. Hold up, hold up. There we go. What's up, man? How you doing? Okay. Listen, I wanted to say that this show is a great show. Thank you. First of all, you're doing a great work representing Pennsylvania. I know you're from Harrisburg, but sure. this is Reading. You know that. Listen, what I wanted to say that um that um that guy the number two, the kick returner, he can be very special. Yeah. He can be very special for us as Carolyn Moore uses him in a lot of different ways. Like in a couple bubble screens, you know, here and there. I think that can help him because if he get in space, it's gonna be hard to hit him. No, I to, I agree. Listen, I I think that given the situation at wide receiver, 
I feel like Turpin should have some packages. I mean, he, he probably does have packages, but I think it should be deliberate to put the rock in his hand. Excuse me. Put the rock exactly. in put the rock in his hands early on in this season until you get your full complement of wide receivers back. Because here, here here's the thing about the group. Let me ask y'all this, and 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 I know Jalen Tober's going through his struggles. I know Dennis Houston has been solid in camp and things like that. But if there to me, me personally, I've got more confidence that something really damn good is going to happen with the ball in their hands with number two than I do with any of the other guys uh, outside of C.D. Lamb. And I'm not saying that he got to be featured that way. I'm not saying you got to target him seven to ten times. All I'm saying is you need some juice. You need a big play. You, you know, you don't got proven receivers out there. It's gonna, you're going to see growing pains. But we all, Whether y'all want to believe it or not, there's going to be growing pains with the Tober, the Dennis Houston, the Semi, all these guys. It is what it is. You know what growing pains you can you can live with because if he touches that rock, he got a chance to take it to the crib. A guy like Turpin. So, to me, is C.D. Lamb, you know, Tony Pollard, Zeke Elliott, Dalton Schultz. That's your core. But after that, you got to find a way to put this ball in his hands. If teams start to do funny things against Lamb, against the run game, and things like that, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, and, and it's true because when you got a a person that gets special talent, like even though it's a preseason game, but if you really look at the way he he played that game, it was like it was easy to him. And you can tell honestly, <laughs> like when 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 he was going by them guys, he got a lot of special talent. We just got to, like you say, you know, make packages, get him the ball. Sure. I mean, it don't got to be every time, but get him the ball. Let the defense. Think about that because the defense is going to have to think about it. Every time the number two is out there, they say, okay, you know, anything right. can happen if he gets the ball in his hand. Right, right. I, I'm with, this is how fast he is. He ran, apparently he ran 21 miles per hour um, on a kick return, <laughs> on a kick return right? But but he, it felt like he was jogging. I'm not, it felt like he was mm-hmm. holding back. Yeah, exactly. I mean? So just, I was telling man. my I was telling my friend that the other um, when I seen, him, I said, "Dude, he wasn't even running." He goes, "What you mean?" I said, "If you look at him, he did like remember when Dion would go by you, and he's like, dude, I ain't even running.' I ain't even running. That's the way he did. Like Dion could afford yeah, to do a little crazy. hop step because he got a, a, a second and third gear that's just unworldly. Here's what I would do with Turpin mm-hmm. if I need to put you know threaten the defense. You ain't got to throw it to him. Just put his ass in the slot. Tell him to run straight a couple times go. a game and make that safety have to think about it, right? Like, make him have to debate, do I want to pay attention to C.D. Lamb or do I say, screw it, man. He only five foot nothing, you know. Ho- hopefully he overthrows him or something like that. Because if you could put the fear of God in that safety for a few plays, it'll open up other things. Trust and believe me. We've seen it last year with uh, Mari Cooper where you saw some of the safeties just shade over to Mari Cooper a few yards are at the snap and it opens up a lane for CD lamb or Michael Gallup or said Wilson, et cetera, et cetera. So, Hey, you know, yeah, but, but I just hope, you know what I'm saying? That Kellen Moore, I hope Mike McCarthy and him, they sit down and, um, and use this man because we got a special talent right there, but I hope they use the Skywalker. Keep up the good work. God bless you, my brother and Cowboy nation. We want to do good this year. Just have faith and let's keep up the positive attitude. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you. Great call. All right. As Danny was saying, good call. Good call. Good call. Yeah. 
All right, man. We flying through these. Good stuff here. Uh, nine one five, and then Nacho, and then we gonna hit. We gonna hit the uh, chat. Nine one five, what up? Oh, oh. Hold on, bro. Picture together. How you are? How you, brother? Run that back one one more time. You was you was muted for a second. I couldn't get you in. Oh my bad, my bad. I said, hey, hey, uh, Skywalker, it's Alfonso from El Paso, Texas. Uh, I actually met you last year in the 49ers game. How are you doing today? I'm good, man. I'm good. Uh, I'm trying to remember. That was a long time ago, man. <laughs> uh, I took a picture and I was going to buy you a shot, but then the bartender took forever, so I didn't buy you Oh, a shot. at the, I okay, so in, the Miller, in the Miller Lightroom. Yes. Got yes, you. Yes, I got yes. you. I remember you now. Hey, so uh, I wanted to talk about the corner stitch. Um, let, me, let me tell you what I think. So, number one corner right now is Trayvon Diggs, Anthony yeah. Get Down Brown, Jordan Lewis, yeah. and then I think Deron Bland is 100%. number four. Yep, I Deron agree. Bland, and then uh, I think between Nation and Calvin Joseph, yes, Nation, he gets he's, he's he's messing up a lot. I want to see how he looks on this third game, but I would rather have Nation than Joseph because Nation looks like he really wants to be there. He loves being the cowboy player. He, he, you know, you can work uh, on him. You can make him better. And Joseph just looks uninterested. I don't know. I don't see it in him. And then mm, on top of that, you have the off the field issue. No, no, that's fair. But you know, I, I just, I, I would rather go with the guy who wants to be there, who's really trying, compared to the guy who uh, just looks like oh, it's a job, whatever. You know, what do you, what do you think about that? Man, that's that's fair. I was talking to B. B. Bird brought this up earlier about possibly, you know, cutting cutting Kelvin and and to me if it's going to be between the two it would be nation to me but you know what this is an absolutely fair assessment and, and I think he brought it up too does he love the game um does, does he love rapping more than he loves football whatever I am not I, I don't know that he man you put me on spire I don't know that Kelvin is looking at this situation as you know forget football like he got a lot on his mind and, and he put that on himself right he put that on himself but if, if it is true, true that, you know, Nation is more into this than Kelvin, I don't want nobody on my team that's not 100% committed. So that's fair. I'm not saying he ain't 100% committed, but I get I get the mental the mental aspect of it. However, on the field, Kelvin Joseph against the Denver Broncos, Kelvin Joseph against the Chargers has been better than Nation Wright. And that ain't really saying too much because – Nation hasn't been that great on the field. So it all depends what you're looking for. You're looking for the production on the field or you want the attitude off. It's very true. I, and that's why I guess uh, game three is going to determine everything for me. But uh, I am in love with the man who ain't bland. Deron <laughs> Bland with his first game. Boy. And, oh, he looks so great. And then this last game he looked was good. a little bit more quiet. But I, I saw this one play. This one play, he was on the other side of the field. They did a screen pass to the other side of the field. That man, who ain't bland, ran across the field and made that tackle. Hold on, I love that. That man who ain't bland, I love it. That's good. But listen, bland didn't. Yes, sir. Bland didn't. Bland had a good game, by the way. But bland didn't have that ridiculous game he had against against Denver. But you still saw the, those same traits. I still think you saw the the, the reaction. Uh, process going fast. I still, I still think you saw the physicalness. He had, I think, three tackles in that game, two stops. So he ain't afraid to put his nose in there. 
He only gave up 24 yards on four targets, and one of the, the catch one of the uh, catches was 16 yards. So he gave up three, you know, three other three other catches for only what eight yards. So he still had a good game. Um, he j- it just wasn't as sticky as week one. Don't get it twisted though. Bland has put together one of the most impressive camps slash preseasons of all the young defenders out there. So yeah, he's CB four for me. And I got you. And then finally, I got to give a shout out to the Dallas Cowboys and their uh, scouts. We always doubt them. When they do crazy picks, we always like to doubt them and say, oh, this nah, pick is going to suck. Don't doubt the scouts, man. Don't doubt the scouts. And surprise, surprise, Tyler Smith looking amazing, powerful, strong. <sighs> Nobody punks him. Legit. And so I got to say, I wasn't too happy with that draft pick. It wasn't pizzazzy, but, again, it's the same thing. Tyler Smith, I'm not saying he's going to be great yet. We still have to see, but, I mean, you look at the other linemen that they drafted before they drafted, uh, you know, big other superstars that they could have drafted, and they and they hit it out of the ballpark. Uh, I can't I can't doubt these people anymore. They're, they're great at drafting. Well, well, brother, you shouldn't have never doubted their drafting. If it's one thing that they've showed they can do is they can draft and they can damn sure draft early on. So, um, yeah, you know, oh, I forgot about that. So, yeah, man. All right. That, that's all. I don't want to keep you on too long. Uh, Skywalker, hopefully you'll be at the Bucks game because I'm going to be at the Bucks game. So if you are, this time we'll take a shot. I will I will be at so Texas Live. I'll be there. So I'll see you, man. I'll see you at Texas Live. Have a great day, Skywalker. You, you too, bro. Ah, oh, man. I... I'm having such a damn good time with y'all. I completely forgot. We got some business to handle at 10 o'clock. So here's what we're going to do. Nacho, you've been holding. Nacho, we're going we to rip through this car, Nacho. Get in here. Let me know what you got on your mind. And then we got to close this thing out. I completely forgot about this sit down I got with Doc. So what you got for me, Nacho? I appreciate it, my man. How you doing? And hey, listen, uh, I want to give out a shout out to the Saudi. Uh oh. Nacho. Nacho Libre. Oh man, that sucks, Nacho. You was holding, man. You was holding. I feel bad. I'm I trying to get you in here. Gots to go, Nacho. I tried, brother. I tried. I'll, I'll keep it on just in case. All right, Nacho. And I'm getting these flood warnings. Let me get through these uh super chats. Damn, Nacho, that sucks. And then we got to get up out of here. I got I got to set this up. I... Super chat. Uh, Darren Dunn earlier, he said, uh, $2 donation. Just want to say thank you. No, thank you, brother. Appreciate you. Super chat. Also dropped a $5 donation. It said the round table was fire. Turpin is going to make huge field position changes for us. Absolutely. Super chat. Steven Smith. Uh, Steven A. Steven B. Steven who? He's a $2 donation. Says keep up the good work. Thank you, sir. Super chat. And then A.A. Ron dropped $2 in the super chat and said, Izzy can be cornerback five and safety five. Cut right. Kind of there with you, man. Kind of there with you in that situation. Damn, Nacho, I feel bad. <laughs> Somebody want me to drop the Vach Lombardi. I swear to God, Toxic, I did not do that. I kept it open and everything, man. All right, look, man. I really wanted to get into the chat because I didn't get a chance to do that today. But... To keep it a bean, this is how we're going to probably do throughout the season. It's going to be me coming on, talking about what we got to talk about. 
try to get into the chat as much as I can, but get these phone lines as well because the phone lines sponsored by our guys over at the Cochran Firm is something that is is major for us. So I got to make sure we hit that right. Then of course, before we get up out of here, no crazy segue, no. Cra- <laughs> No crazy transition because we got to hit the nitty gritty with this. But make sure if you haven't, here's a caveat here. If I'm sorry, here's an important detail with this. If you haven't signed up for Underdog Fantasy and you want to be a part of our uh, fantasy draft, go to Underdog Fantasy, download the app, hit, put the uh, code ATOZ in, and you have to make a deposit. That's something that I was told that isn't happening, so they're not registering everybody that signed up. So if you want to be a part of our a fantasy league this year and you have signed up for uh underdog fantasy and you use a promo code you gotta use the promo code and deposit it could be five dollars for it doesn't matter they're going to match the deposit and our our draft is free for you guys anyway so make sure you do that that is an, a very important key to see who all signed up all right and if you just want to go on underdog fantasy and and bet in general still use a promo code atoz and you can uh, enter your fantasy draft into the best ball mania with a chance to win a ton of prizes. They give out over $10 million in total prizes. So make sure y'all do that. And a big thank you to uh, one of our sponsors in underdog fantasy. All right. Damn. I got to go because I got to talk to doc. We got to, we got to kind of talk about these injuries and whatnot. And uh, I'll have that out for y'all probably later today. What's today? Monday. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe tomorrow. One of the days this week, we'll have that out. But listen, make sure y'all hit that like button on your way out if you enjoyed today's show. Um, and later tonight, we'll get Mauricio Rodriguez on the channel for A to Z Sports Prime Time. Good show today. Love y'all chat. Check me out later on the volume. We got the Vosh Lombardi show. We'll be there killing it as we usually do. Apologies if you couldn't get in Dallas Sports 97, man. I had it open for a long time. I did. I promise you I did. I love you all. Be out here. Peace.